At one point, I had a service that I sold for $950, which take note, originally it was like $650, and then I bumped the price up to $950. And all of a sudden, when it was $950, no one bought it at all. And it would be easy to listen to that and go, oh, because it was too much money. But check this out. What I did next was I tested the price at $975, and everyone started buying it now. You know your business can change people's lives, but you don't yet have the right words to inspire them to take action. Imagine the changes you will create in your business as you tap into the secrets of ethical influence and positive persuasion to not only better serve your clients, but also to supercharge your financial freedom. I'm your host, Jason Lynette, and welcome to the Hypnotic Language Hacks podcast. I help entrepreneurs and business owners just like you to close more premium sales. And no, this isn't about tricking or manipulating people, not at all. It's about helping your prospects to appropriately sell themselves into your products or services. Please hit subscribe and get all the episodes now at jasonlinette.com. Imagine what would happen if over a short period of time, you could dramatically change your income. And I'll tell you before we really jump into the content this week, it took me some time to prepare for this week's episode of Hypnotic Language Hacks because I was going back and forth about what do I call this week's episode? Because at one point, I was going to use another point in time as the starting marker, and this episode was going to be how I doubled my income. But then I thought further back. What if I went a little bit further back in time, and this week's episode was how I tripled my income, which still, that's a pretty good title, right? That's a pretty good goal. But then as I really thought back, Here's a period of time around 2006, 2007, where my business really hadn't yet taken off. And for the most part, I was working as an employee for a nonprofit organization, which let me just call this out. Working for a nonprofit may often end up being nonprofit for most everybody involved, as it was for me back then. And to go from the income back then up until now, well, the number began to change and become even more of a cool conversation starter here. Because really, this week's episode, Hypnotic Language Hacks number 19, How I 30X'd My Income. Now, the purpose of this week's episode is not to say, look how awesome I am. No, the purpose of talking some numbers here is never to brag or boast or just show off. Instead, what I've done for this week's episode is I've broken down the strategies, the overriding principles that made this happen over time and continue to let me grow the business further beyond even what it is right now. Because over the next 20 or 30 minutes, I've broken this down into four very simple components. Because as I'd say, frameworks equal freedom. So like for those of you inside of my program, Business Influence Systems, you see the way that I give you the framework behind high ticket phone sales, putting up videos on your website, writing persuasive copy, even standard communication. And even as you look at your specific point in time where you are right now, if you're in a startup phase for your business, or even for those of you that are scaling up, consider these four pillars I'm going to share with you. And this way, you're going to have a formula to grow your income over time as well. So with that, let's jump directly in. Here we go with how I 30X'd my income. Before we get started today, if you want to easily grab people's attention, naturally build authority, and organically have your prospects wanting more from you, even before you've made an offer, I've created a step-by-step -step program to help you to do just that. It's called Business Influence Systems. 
And this is your opportunity now to visit jasonlinette.com to get a free behind the scenes tour of the exact hypnotic persuasion strategies that you can ethically use to better start up or scale up your business. If you want a proven framework to boost your confidence, attract premium clients, and inspire more people to take action with you, get business influence systems now at jasonlinette.com. Hey, real quick, before I get started with these four points about growing your income, I just want to mention in case this is the first episode of Hypnotic Language Hacks that you're listening to, you can always find the show notes by going to jasonlinette.com forward slash the episode number. So this is number 19. My last name is spelled with one N, two T's, no extra letters at the end, just six letters, L-I-N-E-T-T. So jasonlinette.com forward slash 19. I mentioned that because we get every episode of this program transcribed. And inside of a program called Hypnotic Language Hacks, sometimes it is about the specificity of our messaging. So if there's ever a moment where you want to take a note in terms of something that I've shared with you, by all means, pause your podcast player and then take note of that. But also remember, you can actually go back over to the show notes and you can find the exact transcription. Even better, we throw in some timestamps, so if you look at the time of where you are in the recording, you can go over and find it even faster that way too. I just wanted to mention that because my goal is always to make your learning faster and easier. So similar to that too, the purpose behind this episode is really the foundation of what we in the hypnotic world often just simply refer to as modeling. So rather than trying to reinvent the wheel, rather than trying to guess and test on your own, one of the most effective things you can do is find somebody who has done something similar to what you want to do, who has become a voice of authority in another industry, and begin to unpack exactly what were their methods, what's working for them, and along the way, what's the stuff that didn't work, and then emulate those models, but then even better, along the way, make it your own. So again, I mentioned I've prepared for this week's episode. I just turned the cameras on and go, hey, let's see what happens. I've broken this down into four very simple pillars which follow along step-by-step, step, and this is going to give you a bit of a roadmap of things you can set in motion. Take note, over the course of the story, I told you the origin of this goes back to like 2006. So even if we were conservative and brought it that far back, recognize this is a story like 14 or 15 years in the making. So if I had to give you a bit of an action step, even before you hear the premise here, I would say at least once a week, revisit these four points and ask yourself, what are you doing to make that happen in the shape of your business? As you have that focus, as you have that foundation, you're going to get there even faster. And again, even for those of you that are already established in your business and perhaps want to scale up into other markets, it's the same formulas time and time again. That's what the modeling is all about. So the first pillar, the first point to talk about here is one of my favorite topics. It's the ability to duplicate yourself, the abilities to automate yourself. Now, take note, there are certain parts of what I do where I've hired other people to do the work for me, because to say it politely, they do a better job of it sometimes than I do. You don't want to see what it looks like if I hop into Photoshop and try to design an image, if I try to edit out the background of some sort of photo, or even go in and create a logo. There are reasons why I hire other people to do things for me. Now, that being said, too, here's a favorite little phrase in terms of outsourcing. Just because you can doesn't mean you should. 
And here's a simple example of this. I, at one point, when I worked backstage, when I worked in production management for theater, briefly I had the idea of becoming a sound designer, that I was going to learn all the sound editing software and the ways to mix sound all around a theatrical space, and I eventually found another passion. But the trade-off is that now I kind of know my way around software like Audacity or Adobe Audition or what was once Adobe Soundbooth, uh, GarageBand, the different audio editing softwares. So if really pressed, I do kind of know my way around. That being said, I hire other people to do those tasks. So part of Duplicate Yourself is to recognize what's often referred to, I think I heard uh, Chris Ducker say this one time, and I love this as a premise, what he calls superhero syndrome. The idea is, if you don't know him, he teaches a lot in terms of outsourcing and working with a virtual assistant. Great book, by the way, Virtual Freedom. But that ability to look out and go, here's the part of my task that I am responsible for. Here's the aspects of what I do that absolutely need to be me. So over time, this is where I mentioned uh, the idea of you know, having an application funnel and having people reach out to you. So rather than take my own calls, at one point the idea was to ask, what would happen if I hired someone else? But instead, I automated that in a slightly different way. So now the people who are my potential clients, the people who hire me for consulting, they watch a video presentation first. Here's how I did that. I asked myself, what are those things that I consistently do that perhaps doesn't have to be me in real time every single time? Now, in another part of what I do, the Hypnotic Language Hacks podcast, the program you're listening to right now, this is episode number 19. So this has been out for a couple of months and even Business Influence Systems, the program where I teach you the secrets of hypnotic influence for business and give you some step-by-step -step tutorials in terms of advanced applications. That's really a class that I've been teaching for like five or six years. We just recently produced it to an online course to make it easy for you all around the world and not dependent on travel and all that stuff. I bring that up to also mention another podcast, which you're welcome to go off and listen to it, though chances are most of you are not the audience for it. The Work Smart Hypnosis podcast. Now, the audience for that are mostly people who are already in the hypnotic profession and yet are looking to get better at their skills. How do they get their hypnosis clients and even use those individual hypnotic techniques? This program, Hypnotic Language Hacks, is mostly for business owners, entrepreneurs who want to level up their skills with greater influence and ethical persuasion. But I mentioned hypnotic language, I mentioned, I mix up the names, I mentioned work smart hypnosis because recently we released episode number 300 of that program. I've been doing that one for like six and a half years. So why do I bring this up with Duplicate Yourself? Well, yes, let's call this out by becoming a leader with education. Ooh, there's a preview. That's point number three. Act surprised when we get there. By leading with education and having that massive library of back information, this is how my live training events, even doing them now online, have become better but also shorter. Why? Because when you duplicate yourself, you gain the ability to become appropriately self-referential. This also makes it where right now, as you're listening to episode number 19 of this program, other people are listening to other episodes, watching the video webcast of them on YouTube, perhaps even already engaging inside of the different learning modules in my program, Business Influence Systems. Meanwhile, another part of the world 
They're listening to episodes of Work Smart Hypnosis. They're interacting within my online trainings, and I don't always have to be there in real time. So this is where the benefit of this becomes. This can become as simple or as complicated as you want it to be. Though to bring the strategy back to yourself, this is where I'd ask you, what happens when you create a new balance of valuing your time as well as value, valuing the time of others? And this is a bit of a hard thing to learn for some people because very often when I talk about how my potential clients and students and people in my consulting, the accelerator program, they go through a video presentation first. Now, the benefit of those videos in whatever market, even if I'm doing a webinar, the benefit of your marketing should satisfy two points. It should attract in the people who are an amazing fit for what it is you have to offer. And hear this respectfully, it should also propel away the people who, let's say, are maybe not a fit for what you do. Valuing my time, valuing their time, the result of that is now something magical. I am now only spending my real time components of my day with people who already know the value of what I do, understand the service or the product that I'm about to provide, which makes it so the power of framing, which is one of the concepts of hypnotic language patterns that you'll learn inside of business influence systems, I can kick off that call by going, the benefit of the fact that you've already watched that presentation is that you already understand X, Y, and Z, and there's going to be no surprises that a little while from now, I'll give you further detail about my program, which you already know sells for this rate, which means for the next 30 minutes, we get to get laser focused on your specific goals to make sure this program is going to be a match for you. Sound good? See, that's one of those moments you might want to go back and find the transcription of. Told you so. <laughs> JasonLynette.com forward slash 19. The transcription is there for you. So that even when you watch on YouTube, there's subtitles. We put our own up there. We do it right. <laughs> so I mentioned that because again, look at what happens by educating in advance, which act surprised that again is pillar number three here. By having that ability to duplicate myself, this is right out of the business Bible that is Tim Ferriss's for our work week. Whenever you approach any task, ask yourself, how could I do this one last time? Capture that in some sort of media, whether it's a blog post, whether it's a podcast, whether it's a video, whether it's a webinar, whatever you want, whatever mechanism you are the most comfortable with. It could even be a book. What if in advance of working with you, you sent people a book? There's a nice little credibility bump. But again, this ability to duplicate yourself, it goes two ways. One, hiring out other people who can do your things better than you can often for less than what your time is actually worth, mostly for the reason, from my perspective, they can do it better. <laughs> and then from there too, duplicating yourself by capturing your information, capturing what it is you have to share, and then producing that so people can interact with that on their own time or on some sort of schedule. So right there, in terms of an episode titled How I 30X My Income, let me give you some correlations here. The more that I was willing to hire other people to do work for me, the income went up. The more that I was willing to duplicate myself and produce resources so people could select and deselect themselves from what I do, the more time I had to do the other three steps. How's that for a really clever transition? Which brings us to point number two, pillar number two, which I think this is one of my favorite ones. Experiment. 
You know, I meet so many people who get kind of caught up in the game of, I've been designing a website for several months and I'll launch when that's done. And it becomes, oh, let's get uh, historical here with dramatic literature, all the way back to Penelope in the Odyssey from Homer, sewing the funeral shroud because Ulysses was uh, presumed to be dead. And at night she kept unraveling the funeral shroud because as soon as it was done, she had to marry one of the suitors. You know, that old story. The longer we hang out, the more specific my references get. Or if you've seen the movie, Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Same story, just, you know, George Clooney. So as you experiment, look at this idea that so many people get caught up in the nitty gritty details, worried about, is this right? Is this wrong? Should I price here? Should I price there? Should I lay out my website like this? Should I use this platform? And they get into this kind of analysis paralysis where I'll tell you over time, we find ourselves in a beautiful era where we can do a little magical thing called split testing. You know, if you're using a platform, I use ClickFunnels. If you're not a user, we'll put a link in the show notes over, uh, over at jasonlinette.com where you can look there and see that there's the ability to put two different pages up. You know, I do a lot of ads on Facebook and the various businesses that I run. And rather than sit there and try to assume which one is going to be the better, we'll sometimes throw like eight different images into one advertising campaign. One version of the video with the fancy title and the transcription down at the bottom, the captions, and then one version of the video where it's just me talking and just this mindset of experimentation and never assuming anything to be an absolute. Never, ever, ever use absolutes, which that was an absolute. <laughs> but to recognize this ability where really our audiences are going to inform us what they really want. So this ability to test your messaging, this ability to experiment and over time learn. I'll tell you a quick story on this one, which take from this whatever you will. At one point, I had a service that I sold for $950, which take note, originally it was like 650 and then I bumped the price up to 950 and all of a sudden when it was $950, nobody bought it. No one bought it at all. And it would be easy to listen to that and go, oh, because it was too much money. But check this out. What I did next was I tested the price at 975 and everyone started buying it now. What the heck, it's $25 more. Something about psychologically pleasing numbers, I guess, where sometimes you end with the seven, the five, sometimes the even number. You won't know this. You won't know this until you get out there and test, which inside of this experimentation is this need over time to keep broadcasting a message, to stay top of mind, which briefly, let me talk about Penn Jillette from Penn & Teller. Somehow I think I've told the story here before. Yet it's worthwhile. I heard him in an interview one time say that pre-pandemic, they had their name on a theater, which technically their company, I believe, owned. Uh, they had a sellout show every single night, like five or six shows a week. Uh, people were buying tickets several months, if not a year or so, in advance. And if they didn't turn off what was working, if they didn't schedule a few nights off of the show to then fly out to New York City and appear on Jimmy Fallon or some other talk show, if they didn't close down the show for like a three-week span, this is going to date the story, for Penn to go off and do a season of Celebrity Apprentice, for Teller to go direct a Shakespeare play on Broadway or off-Broadway, I forget which one, to close the show for a month, for Penn to host a game show on NBC, 
for Teller to go off and teach a college class somewhere in Pennsylvania if they didn't turn off what was clearly working so well for them. As Penn put it, people started to go, whatever happened to those guys? So this is where let's bring a little bit of Napoleon Hill into the story, who, uh, by the way, we don't use the word transmute enough. For those of you that have read Think and Grow Rich, we got to bring back transmute. As Napoleon Hill would say, you need to have that burning desire. So this is where the internal dialogue that I have that keeps this ongoing experimentation running and working so well is that it is my ethical responsibility to inform people about what I do. Because what would happen if this person keeps trying to guess and test their message on their own and it's just not working for them? What would instead happen if they're like somebody who's inside of business influence systems and they're learning how to produce a video that actually has people watching it, has people now writing copy that has people wanting more even before they see the price at the bottom of the page? If I don't share that opportunity, what would happen to them? So this is why I make it a point. I broadcast a message on a regular basis. This is why we'll regularly go up on Facebook Live, put up videos on YouTube, add more blog posts to the jasonlinette.com website. Because again, the real intention is this gives me a lot of opportunities to test, a lot of opportunities to experiment. So marketing, sales, campaigning, it's a journey. It's a process. It's not an event. So, so far to recap, I've got to look over here because this is where my notes are. We've got to duplicate ourselves. We've also got to experiment. This is that moment I foreshadowed. Point number three, pillar number three, lead with education. Think about some of the people you have spent the most time and money with. Chances are they had a passion first for education. I heard Dave Ramsey a number of years ago say, you should never work with an accountant or a lawyer who doesn't have the passion as an educator first and a service provider second. And I found that to be incredible advice that changed the shape of all parts of my business. Don't just help me fix a problem, help me create a solution inside of what we do. Even as we hired a handyman, even as we hired a contractor to come into our home, he took that extra few moments to inform us, this is what you do if this breaks which some of you may be struck with fear going, but then that means you can't hire him to come back. No, we had such regard for this company because of the information he shared. We've brought him back time and time again for new projects, for new things, even to come now to my office and do work over here. So as you lead with education, you're no longer the person who's just selling something. This is that ultimate goal of now becoming the guru. And not someone who presents themselves as a guru, not someone who pretends to be one or slaps the word expert on themselves. I am clearly, without doing this game of patting myself on the back, I'm clearly already an expert in hypnosis. Do a Google search. There's seven years of back proof. That's why I mentioned earlier work smart hypnosis. Here's awards, here's honors, here's students that have graduated and launched their businesses as a result of what I've taught them. It doesn't work anymore to stand up and say, no, trust me, I'm good at this. Proof, proof, proof. This is what happens with education, which right now, if you have any hesitation around sales and marketing and you think you're not good at that, step number one, stop saying that garbage to yourself. And step number two, yes, this is what you'll come to learn as a reframe inside of business influence systems, where now you are always educating and informing. This goes back to experimentation. This goes back and reiterates duplicating yourself.
because now the benefit becomes you are building rapport with people even before they work with you, even before they buy your product, hire your service, whatever it might be. And the real benefit of this is, the real benefit of this is you have now earned the right to make an offer. Think about that. This is a huge point here. And this is something that as soon as I harnessed it, as soon as I understood it, as soon as I realized I had the ability, I had the right to now sell something because I had built rapport with my audience. I had given them incredible value. And here's a bonus. If every sales offer you give answers the question of how can I help you to do this faster and easier? The sales process now writes itself. So by leading with education, by the time I made the offer, I had every right and every responsibility, every ethical urge to say, here's how I can make that easier for you. You could go off and buy a book on language patterns. You could go off and read a book on influence. Yet to go through a program like Business Influence Systems, I give you the exact wording. I give you the step-by-step -step tutorials of when and where to use these patterns. This way they actually work rather than reinvent the wheel for yourself. Which brings us to the fourth and final point, my favorite one really, is that of systemization. That's why the program is called Business Influence Systems. I keep using the word systems because that's an inspiration back to myself. Which, here's a couple of points to illustrate this one. Metaphorically, I think of everything as being a muscle. As in, the more you make use of something, the more you feed it the appropriate rest and nutrition, just like exercise, the muscle now grows even stronger. So, true story. The first time I launched an online course, the first time I set up cameras and I filmed a program, it took us nine months for the online experience to kind of work. I, I hired the wrong people at first. We'll set that aside. But however, once we cracked the code, once we had it up and running, and I say we because, again, other people were doing some of the programming for me. Once we had it up and running, outside of filming a two-day class and breaking the videos up into smaller components, we launched the next program in three days. So nine months, nine times roughly 30 days, 270 days versus three days. Why? Because now we knew how to do it. We had established a system in my business of here's how content is organized. Here's how the user experience plays out. And again, duplicate yourself. I took the welcome email from the first email, created a duplicate of that automated campaign inside of, I use Infusionsoft, but you can use Kartra, Entreport, ClickFunnels, Kajabi. There's all sorts of options that are out there now. I duplicated the campaign, duplicated the welcome message, changed the headline, welcome to this other program, changed the access link. And as Ron Popiel would say when he showed off his Showtime rotisserie grill, set it and forget it. If any of you know Ron, please reach out to him. I want him on this podcast. I love everything he stands for. I don't work for him. I own most of the products. Those knives were incredible. So systemization from nine months to three days. Why? Because now we had a system. Now we knew how to make it work. In addition to that, here's another thought in terms of doing this. Uh, this story actually goes back to this year. We're almost from last year to this point right now, this episode is releasing around the end of December 2020. From like January 1st up into this point, we are pretty close to doubling the income from the year before. And I'll tell you the story that really helps to illustrate this. I had an idea. I had an idea about 
what if, and I'll give you the inspiration behind this. Some of you might know of digitalmarketer.com. That's uh, Ryan Dice, that's Perry Belcher, it used to also be um, Molly Kearns. I may be missing up the name, sorry if you're listening. Uh, but it's where I learned from them. They were first and foremost a venture capitalist firm with a lot of different properties. And Digital Marketer, the educational arm of that company, was this part where they were using a lot of the same marketing systems across the board of different types of companies. So what if we can make the same marketing style work for custom suits as we would for uh, makeup supplies as we would for this other market. And that was an inspiration. And I had an idea about how we can change the user experience of someone coming into my world. So on the back of an envelope, Ryan Dice has the story of drawing something on a napkin. I did mine on an envelope. Of I drew out this sort of roadmap of people came into an automated webinar or an automated video presentation. The people then had an opportunity to buy the sort of value upgrade experience at a low cost which then triggered an opportunity to then get a bigger program, which satisfied the need of, you have everything you need for this one thing, here's how you can get even more and here's why you might want it. And then perhaps if they didn't buy right away, here was a retention sequence. So it was this like multiple step funnel system that I drew out and I spent some time producing it for one segment of my business. Remember, experiment. Once we proved market viability, it was time to begin to automate. We then produced another segment for another part of my business. Proved that one to work. Then introduced another concept to bring them into the first part of the business and that kept working. Then we launched a new program and decided let's do that. Then all of a sudden there was a global pandemic and everything had to change. But we were kind of ready for it because a lot of these things were already moving online, which meant now my in-person training events had to now pivot online as I'd already been doing for a number of years. So. We had a system already, but now it became we need to double down that effort because it was a different way to bring people in. How do I do that? Well, back to the first point, duplicate myself. We took the same exact system, copied the entire thing over, and again, changed the educational content, experimented with different headlines, built the entire universe where now I'm about to take like three weeks off and we're possibly looking at moving uh, several places throughout 2021 because we're also on top of all of this homeschooling our kids. We kind of gave up on the virtual school thing that happened in you know the year 2020 and decided let's do it ourselves. But to give it credit, it takes a village. Uh, my mother-in-law and my father-in-law are helping out as well with different topics. <laughs> so look at this ability to find one thing that works and just run that machine over and over and over. And that's how in the course of just really from January to the following year, basically that's a two-year span if you run the math almost, to double the income in that short span of time. Which even better now is we're looking at building new systems to bring people into whether it's my private consulting, that's the accelerator, whether it's business influence systems, which by the way, when you go to jasonlinette.com at the top of the page, click the tab that says business influence systems. And yes, you'll see this in motion, uh, learn the strategy as you go through it, but also that will give you a preview because again, frameworks equal freedom. You'll learn the exact system that I use almost every time I go on camera. So I know I'm delivering something with quality and I know I'm hitting all of my points. Outside of leaving out the detail that right now there is a piece of paper taped to my camera as a cheat sheet for myself. We're high tech here sometimes. So as soon as you have a system that works, pivot that to a new audience. And as soon as that works, 
pivot that to a new audience, where now we have that snowball effect where we can continue to grow and grow and grow. And again, thank you, Ron Popeil, set it and forget it. Now, once again, there's a lot of information in this week's episode. And remember, we get these transcribed for you. Go to jasonlinette.com forward slash 19. That'll give you the show notes for this episode. It'll also where you can watch a video of me presenting it. But then toward the bottom of the page, there's a full transcription because sometimes it is those specific phrases and words. That's what Business Influence Systems, by the way, is all about. So let me recap here so you've got it all top of mind. Step one, begin to duplicate yourself. Step two, start to experiment. Don't assume you know everything. Your audience is going to inform you the most as to what's going to work for you. Point number three, lead with education. Uh, right there is the business model for the 21st century. Lead with value, share something wonderful. People will naturally want more from you. And then the final point, systematize all that you do. Right there, those are the four points as to how I 30X'd my income from a nonprofit career to a very much for-profit business, which now is helping to pay off the bills, uh, fund the retirement, get the kids off to college eventually, and pay for when we need to call that handyman to say, hey, that thing you fixed, can you come back and do it again? If you want more like this, head over to jasonlinette.com, check out Business Influence Systems to get even more frameworks, to get even more of the language patterns where again, as we say here at Hypnotic Language Hacks, you know your business can change people's lives. But what if you don't yet have the right words to take action? Imagine what will happen when you become even more influential, even more persuasive, not just to others, but as you consider these four points, also now back to yourself. Thanks for listening this week. You have been listening to the Hypnotic Language Hacks podcast with Jason Lynette. Please stop everything and start exploring jasonlinette.com for even more business influence and persuasion resources. Make it a priority right now to subscribe to this program and listen to every episode because the next one may reveal that one hypnotic influence secret to massively scale your success. Change your words, change your business, change your life. Get even more at jasonlinette.com.